this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again and welcome to another exciting podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I am your host, Jeremy Lopez, and as always, I'm so honored and thrilled to have you guys a part of my life. I really am, and God is definitely so faithful and so good to each one of us, is He not? Let me say something to you guys as well on this podcast today. I really kept on getting a lot of people that I speak to on life coaching and giving prophetic readings to them, and some of the things that have been coming up recently uh, of people have been things that they've been waiting on, you know, promises, things they've been waiting on, and then we hear of things such as Law of Attraction, because that's what this podcast is all about, is knowing biblically that we can attract the mind of Christ. We can call those things that be not as though they were. We can know the God, that God gives us the desires of our heart. And notice that, which means if the desires are in the heart, <laughs> he'll, he'll give them to us. And, and so we thank, you know, today we th- we're thankful for the power that we have. We really are. And, and, and people have been asking me so many times about when are these things going to begin to happen for me? So today I want to talk to you basically about how to keep a dream alive, how to keep a dream alive. And I'm going to give you a different approach because some things sometimes are difficult for people, such as, you know, I've, I've been through it. It's difficult for people to begin to really cipher through, to really say, what do I do? You know, one of the things that um, has been going over inside of my spirit is understanding, okay, so we see law of attraction, which is basically pondering, thinking in that vibrational law, you know, of like, okay, I'm going to think about what I want. I'm going to you know, ponder and meditate upon the things I know God's promised me. I'm going to get into that vibration. You know, I want to be able to track the very things by thinking what I need to do. And, and all this is so true. And one of the things I want to share with people is this is a, a very high demand for many of us. And I say demand very seriously because it's a demand for us to begin to you know, either, you know, uh, we use it or we lose it mentality, which is basically saying this, that we need to be able to know how to think on things God wants us to have and ponder on it and fill the shoes of that position until it manifests in the natural, right? And it's very important we do that. However, with that said, one of the things we have to begin to look at, even according to Bible, are scriptures such as, you know, give and it shall be given, you know, which means to, you know, extend outwardly, you know, and then we hear of, you know, casting your bread upon the water, which means, you know, you know, send it away, you know, come back to you. And so when we look at this and we say, you know, Jeremy, I am sort of tired and worn out because I feel like God's promised me so many different things. I have, ha- I have vision boards. I have thought about it. I have, you know, prayed about it. I've like meditated upon it. Like I'm filling those shoes of the position that God wants me to have at my work or being an entrepreneur or just doing the right things that will help attract more of my life of the things you know that I'm, I'm, I'm wanting because God gives us gives us the desires for heart. All this is so true and I'm so happy for you because you know what? It's happened for me as well where I've attracted so many things in my life. I can say, look, I can prove to you, prove to you that this happened. This came about the day I thought about it and, and the lifestyle I created to be able to think about those desires and I can tell you sometimes when I started thinking about those things and give you dates to say, and yet it came to pass on this date. I know that for a lot of things in my life. Very true, very relevant. But here's the catcher, okay? This is what I'm going to talk about today because a lot of times we don't really get it. We're saying, I'm doing everything I can. Now, here's where we don't get it. 
when you're moving into law of attraction and you're moving into the place where like the Bible says, like as a man thinketh in his heart so easy, which means you've got to become the thought, become the thought, become the thought. And if you're going to attract it, you've got to become the thought, become the will of God. Don't just put yourself, you know, separately and, you know, to say, well, God promised me this. Well, you're still looking at it from afar. You're not looking at it as in you're in the vein of that thing that God promised you. You got, you know, remember, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So, so are you the very thing that you're desiring? Have you become it? Or are you still putting it externally out from you? You know, in as far as like away from you. Because once you begin to become it, here's the catcher you have to begin to look, look for is if you feel at any given moment anything of hopelessness, frustration, confusion, you know, this is not working for me. I've tried it now for three months. It's not working for me. The moment you start feeling frustration, confusion, um, you know, just irritated because, oh, just, you know, does not work. And I've been thinking about it. I feel like I've, be, I've become it. I got it written on my vision board 5,000 times. What's going on? The moment you feel that level of frustration, confusion, anxiety, let me tell you something. God gave us emotions for a reason. Don't suppress them. In other words, you don't feed into them, but you listen to them. How are you feeding into them? When you feed into them, then you allow the irritation, the aggravation to affect you. Notice I said affect you. It's okay to feel frustrated. I mean, the Bible says something really cool. It says, be angry and sin not. So it's okay to get angry. Just don't take the, don't take the passion of anger to another level. Don't allow it to affect you where it also steals your joy. Did you know you can still be angry and joyful at the same exact time? Think about that. When we deal with be angry, it doesn't mean a rage as if I'm so angry I could kill you. Rage, okay? Being angry means I'm highly passionate that this thing has gotten to me. So you're dealing with the fact of I'm still passionate. Your anger, that's why the Bible says it's okay to be angry. Just don't sin with it, right? And notice what sin is. Sin is falling short of the glory of God, which basically is falling short of the highest version that God's created you to be in this world. And so if God said, you're going to be this and this and this, my question to you would be this. Do you see yourself as being that? Do you feel the power, the energy of me feeling the royalty, the royalty of being a king or feeling the power of being a CEO or feeling the power to be, you know, an entrepreneur or feeling that power to just know that nothing's going to stop you and nothing can rob your joy from it no matter what happens. So you're going to feel the emotions. So when you get angry, it means literally that you are passionate. It doesn't mean, man, you've made me so mad. I'm going to shoot you. No, it doesn't mean that anger. It means not just sin, meaning don't allow Allow yourself to come down off the spiritual corporate ladder, so to say, of the emotion of joy. Because if you're angry, that just means you're very highly passionate about what it is that has triggered something in you. And that highly passion of like, no, this cannot happen. And why? Because you're speaking out of a deep level of passion, not an anger like, like you would see the world being angry. Because when you think of you know someone being angry, you think of, oh, violence, right? What not that what you allude towards? Or anger meaning? They're going to hit the wall. Oh, God, I hope they don't hit me, you know, or they're going to, you know, uh, have road rage. You think of that level of anger from a worldly point of view. But anger in the, in, in the kingdom basically means this. It's like when the Bible says the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. So there's a violency just as equal to anger that is basically saying, I am severely passionate and I'm a, I'm a passionate, deep, deep down believer of what I'm trying to accomplish.
you know, of, of, of being sort of passionate and, you know, over the top with my emotions, and, you know, because I don't want somebody to come against this or I don't want nothing stopping me. That's what it means. All right, so when you think about that, it's a deep passion. And so, so Scripture always lines up with Scripture. That's how it just works. So when it says, as a man thinketh in his heart, think about it, the deep, the deep levels of your heart. And let me just, I'll give you some more scriptures to sort of back that point up because it's, it's an, it's an in-depth part of it. Anger means an in-depth part of passion. It's really down deep in you where some people have a surface level of passion and that's why they get discouraged and frustrated easy. Come on. But when you, when you don't allow frustration and confusion and anxiety to come into your deep passion of your quote unquote anger, your holy passion of what's deep inside of you, you still, you still remain in joy. And so if you know you can remain and be in that place of joy, but still, let's say, be angry and not lower your self-esteem, not lower yourself, your standard, because sin basically is missing the mark of the high call. And so the high call, so in other words, in Christ Jesus, because Christ Jesus, you know, Jesus sees you as being powerful and strong and mighty and, and conquering and leader and, and, and entrepreneur. And so anything that is lowering that is what we consider sin. That's really what the Bible talks about. You know, it's, 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 it's missing the mark of the high, the height. The, the depth, the width that God sees you as. And so when you think about that, what it's saying is that your anger is deep passion, okay? But you still have this amazing, powerful joy level that just is simultaneously, you know, equal to your deep passion. And you will, and you, and you rave about it. And you, we, we can say it this way, and you rage about it. But the moment you get frustrated and, and, and get irritated and this is not working, then what happens is it's proving to yourself that you have bowed to the desire as an idol. You're bowing to what it is you want. Oh, I want a husband so bad. I want a husband so bad. I want a wife so bad. And they just, oh, they go crazy and, and just, oh, they cry and everything in their life is a dread now because, oh, I'm getting too old. I can't have children. Oh, I'm getting too old to do this. And they start, you know, they start lowering the standard because they're sinning. They're sinning because they're putting themselves lower and lower every time they cut themselves down and they get in worry and anger and, or like the world's anger, but frustrated and, uh oh, confused. All of a sudden you keep on, you just knock, you just knock yourself down from the visual of how Christ sees you in your life to be what you, what he called you to be. And so you're, you, so what happens is you're missing the mark. You're putting yourself down so you're missing the mark. You're falling slowly and slowly and slowly off that ladder till the, till you hit the bottom of the pole, right? And, and the reason why is because when you learn to have passion, deep, powerful passion, like an anger of like it just rages in you and, it's, and, and, and you're excited and you have joy simultaneously, guess what? Then you're in a great place. You're in a great place. But the moment anger comes in, or excuse me, the moment the sin not part comes in, you know, is when you, you feel the other emotions, the frustration, the irritation, the anger, the woe is me. What's going on? Oh, I'll never be anything any good. Oh, I'm, my, 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 you know, my time clock in my womb is, is going slowly. I'll never have kids now. Yeah. And, and that's, and so all of a sudden, guess what? You, you've lowered yourself. You've missed the mark. You, you're, and so what happens is you're sinning because you're taking your visual off the visual of how Christ sees you, which is the head and not the tail above and not beneath. So that's what it means. So, so, you, so be angry, but don't get into that place where you're going to put yourself down and feel frustrated and confused because, the, because your deep passion of anger, for lack of better words, is, is basically saying, but I'm still amazingly full of joy. 
And when you learn to understand that the moment these other emotions come in, it's proving to you, showing you, proving to you, you have set your joy up in an idol of what it is you've been desiring. And you think God's not going to like that? No, he's not going to like that because he's saying to you, no, 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 no. You're putting too much faith in this. You put your faith in me. You're putting too much emotion in this. Hey, no, don't, don't do that. Your emotions of joy should always remain. And so let this be a sign to you that the moment you start feeling all this negative emotion stuff, you know, outside of your deep, passionate, we'll say anger of like, oh, I'm going to do this. But yet, and you still feel in that rage of joy in you, that violency of taking it by force because the joy is consuming you. You're in the right place then, my friend. Because you're showing yourself right there, you've balanced out. Nothing's still in your joy. In fact, your joy is raging. <laughs> and, your, and your sort of anger or your deep passion is pulling all your desires to the level to where you say, I know I don't put my faith in what I'm desiring, or a husband, a wife, a baby, a job, a blah, 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 because of the fact that my joy is so high right now. I mean, my joy is like, I feel like I'm drunk on joy. And so you know you're balanced. That's, these are key, key elements to look at. That's one of the the Bible says, you know, don't go by what you see or feel. It doesn't mean feelings as in, oh, I'm feeling joyful. I gotta, you know, put that down. Oh, I'm feeling happy. No, that's not, not, God said don't go by what I see or feel. No, what he's saying is don't go by the negative emotions of feelings that you know is gonna cause you to sin because that is sin because you're knocking yourself down off the, the top, the headship of what it is you're desiring that God in Christ already sees you as being. And so you're sinning right there. And so keep your joy at a level where you know that my desire and my want of having a family, a wife, a husband, a job, a baby, you know, whatever it is, a new car, a new house, whatever, that you realize that there's no emotion there of negative negativity. And that will help you to navigate through that to say, that shows me that my joy doesn't come from my desire and my life uh, uh, and my passion as far as, you know, my, my happiness, my stillness, my peacefulness, my gentleness, is, it never leaves me. Though, so, so when you feel a negative emotion, just remember, hey, I'm starting to sin here. <laughs> I'm starting to sin because this, this negative emotion is going to knock me you know, right on down to the bottom here, which means I'm going to put myself down. Because think about it. No one feels aggravated or confused and says, oh, but I'm so amazingly beautiful, but yet I'm so aggravated. Most people are going to sit here and say, you know what? Maybe I'm just not pretty enough to do this. That aggravates me. You know, I'm just irritated because I thought I could do it. I can't. You see what I'm saying? Nobody's going to go the opposite and say, you know, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't win the beauty pageant. It's amazing because I'm so beautiful. Like, I'm like the, the most beautiful, I mean, the most prettiest girl in this pageant. Like, wow. Nobody's going to go that route unless you're extremely prideful, right? But the irritation is going to knock you down. You know it will because you'll find irritation, confusion, anxiety is known to be fingers pointing fingers back at yourself. I knew you were just so dumb you couldn't do it. Oh, I'm so confused. I just could have sworn that was my moment. And then what do most people do? I guess I miss God. Oh, I just, what did I do wrong? And that's what most people do. I talk to in life coaching, and that's where you're sinning because you're 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 missing the mark of where you're supposed to be positioned in heavenly places, positioned to have your desire aligned where desires need to be, and desires never ever ever, you know, should take the place of your joy. So if you can maintain your deep, powerful anger, passion with your joy, you're fine. 
But the moment your joy starts leaving you, guess what irritation says? I'm going to take its place. Guess what confusion says? I'm going to take its place. Frustration says, I'm going to take its place. And the moment they creep into you, you get you. I can guarantee you within 15 minutes to 30 minutes to an hour, all of a sudden you're going to be pointing fingers back to yourself to say, I just knew I couldn't do that. You see what I'm saying? You have to begin to realize, folks, that these are enemies to your vision. These are sins, sins that actually want to take you down. You know, and they want to destroy you because they want to put you down. And if I can put you down, you know, but and, and plus, here's another thing. If you allow it to, it will take you down. But the moment it, the moment you feel frustrated, the moment you do, listen to what it's saying to you. The moment you feel that little piece of frustration or confusion, right then and there say, wait a minute, I shouldn't feel this way. If I'm feeling this and starting to creep into me, I'm putting too much faith in what I'm desiring. I'm putting too much faith in, in a prophetic word that, you know, I, that, um, that I've been putting everything into by doing everything right. Oh, wait a minute. I need to back off a little bit. I, I need to, I need to remain, keep my passion on it and my desire level on it, but I do not need to put it before my relationship with God or I don't need to put it before my joy and don't need to put, put it before anything else in my life because that's what it's there to do is it's there to balance you out but not allow as far as your vision and your passion but not allow frustration and irritation to join in with it because the moment that, that that happens that shows you and proves to you you're putting your desire first and that's becoming an idol so listen to what it's saying but if you allow frustration to stay and sort of eat at your home and frustration stay at you and sort of, you know, you're going to make dinner with it, then guess what? Before long, you're going to put yourself down, which means you'll ultimately destroy your, your desires as well. So keep that in mind, folks. Listen to your emotions and what they're saying. Know what to feed into. Know, 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 know what not to feed into. Notice what's prophesying to you. And notice if you have your desires and your, your, you know, your awareness of your prophetic words, you know, where they always are kept in alignment with your lifestyle and your life with God in relationship. Because trust me, when you get off kilter, you get you sort of get knocked off your axis, you know, like the like the like the earth's on its axis. When you get knocked off, the moment you do, you realize, wait a minute, if I'm getting knocked off here, I'm putting too much faith into this, this desire. I need to back away just a little bit. Just a little bit. I don't need frustration to come into me. I need to back away just a little bit. I'm putting too much power. I'm giving it too much power. And nothing in your life, folks, you should ever give too much power to. Nothing. Because the moment you do, guess what? It's going to set itself up as an idol, which means it'll be a mindset and it'll rule you. And God doesn't want a desire to rule you. He wants you. To, he wants it to accompany you. He wants it to flow with you and be a blessing to you to add to your life, not take over your life, but to add to your beautiful life. If you have a life, if you don't have a life, it's gonna it's gonna ruin rain over you, right? So thank you so much, guys, for tuning into this podcast today. And I hope everything was a blessing to you. I really do. And and as always, folks, we're sponsored by identitynetwork.net. So if you have any books, if you want me to do a prophetic reading for you, go through my courses, a life coaching session, you can go through the website, set it up, and I'll be glad to give you a prophetic reading. I'll be glad if you give donations to our uh, our missions work. We can set up a life coaching session for you with my team. You know. I've got courses and books that will that will help you out tremendously. One of the things that I do, I'll, I'll for lack of words, sort of sort of take pride in, if I can use that terminology, is I like to use action steps. And one of the things within my courses is I don't give hype or, or, or fluff. 
I let you know practicality of things that are spiritual to know how to implement it within your life. Because the main thing we want to do is not cause somebody to put their faith in people, but also put their faith in things. So my teachings are here to help you, guide you along the path of your life. But really, truthfully, all my courses are here to show you you have an amazing life. Don't let anyone take that life from you. To live your life to the fullest of what God has for you in your life. So check us out. Help support us financially and prayerfully. We would so appreciate that. And as always, folks, as I close out this podcast, I always like to close with this because it's so powerful and it's reinforcing to myself and probably many of you. And that is this. If you don't like your day today, if it's sort of spiraling down in sort of a bad way, stop right there. Repent, which basically means to shift your mind into another direction. Put your mind on something else. What does the Bible say? Focus on things above, not on things below, which basically means to repent. You're shifting your mind into something higher and saying, you know what? I don't want the rest of my day to go like this. I'm making a change right now. And watch your day literally bow to a positive thought because you're repenting. You're changing your mindset. So change the rest of your day. If you don't like it, think a new thought and change the rest of your day and have a great one. What's left of it. Have a good day. God bless. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.